Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Welcome to Chip Chat. My name is Allison Klein, and today I'm delighted to be joined by colleague Alex Quatch, Vice President and General Manager of Wireline and Core Network Division at Intel. Welcome back to the program, Alex. Thank you, Allison. Thanks for having me. So, Alex, we've got a lot of topics to cover, and obviously this interview is being delivered in the halo of having had our most critical event for network, unfortunately, canceled. So, we're not in Barcelona delivering this interview. We're in our cubes in our home locations, but still a tremendous amount of progress for the industry to unpack. Before we get started, why don't you just give the audience an update about your role within our network division at Intel and how it fits into our larger strategy for delivery of 5G network infrastructure. My role within the networking platforms group inside of Intel is really about ensuring that um, Intel can deliver the best platform solutions for the 5G wireless core. So we've been at this journey, virtualized the wireless core network starting in 2013 or so with the 4G networks, and we've made a tremendous amount of progress. And my job essentially is to ensure that we can work with our customers and our customers' customers to have their 4G solutions and 5G solutions in the wireless core run best on Intel. And I'm also responsible for wireline solutions in residential broadband gateways, as well as cable solutions, as those industries are also at the beginning of the journey through their network transformation to adopt communication server technologies to run their workloads. Alex, you talked about something really important in terms of that wireless core and the transition from 4G to 5G. What does that represent in terms of the underlying requirements for the core infrastructure and what kind of data rates it needs to support? What's really exciting, you know, as we come into Mobile Congress, it didn't happen, but as we get into 2020, if you look at the wireless core, there is a most recent Deloro report, third-party analyst Deloro, who tracks this particular market segment. They're showing what we've seen now with our solution partners in the marketplace, which is the continued extremely rapid ramp of network function virtualization in the wireless core. And that momentum continues at a very fast rate. Deloro is citing over 50% of the deployments in the wireless core now are NFE-based in 2020. And that's moving to over 80% of deployments by 2024, well over 80%. And that's really exciting because, you know, Intel led the way with NFV and most of this NFV technology deployed in the core using communication server-based technology are actually based on Intel's scalable Xeon processors. You know, coming into 2020, we've been showing generation-on-generation improvements. Last year, we showed a demonstration in Barcelona of a server with two Intel Xeon scalable processors reaching 200 gigabits per second. And this year, we were very excited to show a demonstration. Now we've transformed that demonstration into a solution brief that we're making available to everybody with our partners, Astri and Supermicro, where we had a demonstration using 
Intel's Young Scalable Processors and Commercially Available Parts from our partners that was in a, in a very, very dense server form factor that actually was able to achieve over a terabit per second speeds for the 5G core. What an incredible step function increase from a year ago. What was the technology that drove that transition and how did the team work together to assemble the solution? It's pretty incredible. I mean, if you think about the journey that we've been on, I think not too far back, back in 2015, we were able to achieve only single-digit gigabit per second speeds on Intel communication server platforms. So I think we're at somewhere between four and five gigabits per second back in 2015. And now, just five short years later, we're actually showing over a terabit per second. You know, that's pretty incredible. And the speeds that we're able to achieve, even with 200 gigabits per second last year, and certainly now in over a terabit per second, these speeds are actually ahead of where the industry is actually utilizing and requiring today. So they represent a fair amount of headroom for growth as the industry transitions from 4G to 5G and in anticipation of the 5G speeds that are coming from increased throughput, you know, more devices, different use cases, et cetera, et cetera. How we're able to put this together? Really, Intel has developed a lot of expertise over the years now in this communication space, in this networking space, where we're able to translate a lot of our knowledge and share this knowledge with our partners to continuously improve packet processing performances on Intel-based communication servers. So, for example, last year, after we showcased the 200 gigabit per server with Astri in Barcelona, you know, a few months later, I think it was in June timeframe, Ericsson, who's one of the leading solution providers for the wireless core, actually announced that they were able to achieve 193 gigabits per second on Intel's unscalable processors. And now another leading telecom equipment provider, ZTE, out of China, also is implementing some of the best-known methods that we've actually had in-house at a platform level that we've uh, worked with them on and is showing similar performances as Ericsson right around 200 gigabits per second in their 5G core solutions running on Intel processors. So having the knowledge, partnering with our fellow travelers such as Astri, such as Supermicro for this particular terabit demo, which we'll cover in a little bit more depth, and then translating and extending what's possible on communication server technology with Intel Xeon processors to real major solution providers out there has really been our way of operating and getting these technologies adopted by the industry. When you spoke earlier, you mentioned density. Can you unpack a little bit about why density is important in this type of solution? You know, in the 4G space, really, we were talking about handsets, major applications of 4G. As you know, many, many of our teams today, you know, stare at their phones, and it's a lot about video and coming back into the core network. As we move into 5G, there's a promise of very different use cases emerging. And 5G, with the amount of speeds in the wireless space that this new technology is, can achieve with new spectrum, means that we're expecting higher amounts of data to come in. And then a lot of this data and higher amounts of data means that they're going to clog up the network. And so 
you're going to see the industry start moving a lot of processing towards the edge of the network that's closer to the devices so that the data can actually be analyzed, processed, and dispositioned and responded to at the edge of the network as opposed to coming through thousands of miles back to the central data center. And so with this edge computing phenomenon, one of the absolute fundamental requirements for these edge computing platforms is actually to have an application like the wireless core. So you think of the wireless core sitting in a telco data center today, parts of that core, specifically the user plane, is actually going to be decoupled from these central core locations, massive locations. The user plane is actually going to be moved towards the edge of the network and what we call distributed towards the edge and placed at the edge of the network so that these have edge computing platforms can decide whether or not and where to route the packets of data that are coming in. They can be analyzed at the edge or they can be rerouted towards different areas of the network. And that requires the user plane of the wireless core to be located at the edge, which means that when you move from central locations where you have massive data centers operating in the core network today, now you're moving towards major metro regional pop areas that actually have the space. But then you also have other areas where the edge computing is going to take place where you actually need this user plane function. And I'll call that the 5G UPF as part of the 5G core that will be in more space constrained environments. And so if you have a small room as opposed to a very, very large data center, to host an edge computing solution, like a rack of servers, you're going to want to have as dense as possible a solution for this UPF so that you have space in your edge to run other servers for other applications, such as services that 5G brings. So having a very compact form factor that can process a tremendous amount of data moved towards the edge was really the impetus behind us putting together this demonstration because ultimately, over the years, we will see in some way, shape, or form, the industry require this type of solution. It won't be uniform. It won't be the solution that blankets all of the edge computing solutions. But there will be customers that will require compact, very dense, very high-performance solutions out at the edge to help with process the, the 5G core and UPF information. I hope that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. And, you know, you mentioned... Austria and, and Supermicro, who are two leading industry players that we collaborated on this particular solution. But engaging with the entire ecosystem is so critical in delivery of the vision that you're painting from core to edge. How does Intel approach working with technology partners in the broader ecosystem to deliver upon 5G network infrastructure and our vision for 5G? And how does the announcements that we made this week associated with our product portfolio and our collaborations fit in with that broader engagement with the ecosystem? Well, you know, Intel is an ingredient supplier. We provide key building block technologies to go into these 5G infrastructure solutions that are ultimately delivered by our technology partners and our solution partners. You know, the big equipment providers, as I mentioned earlier, Ericsson, Nokia, ETE, all have solutions based on Intel, Xeon platforms. And what we do, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, is we look at how to optimize generation on generation, platform level solutions based on Intel processors, 
based on Intel networking interface cards where we actually can maximize overall system performance based on, on these technologies. And we develop reference architectures, reference designs that we can provide to our technology partners in addition to helping them optimize their solutions on Intel platforms. And so we work very closely with these uh, solution providers. We help them optimize, we provide them reference architectures, and then they in turn deploy their solutions in 5G service provider environments. Another way we work with our technology partners is we all get together as we look at driving further adoption of NFV, moving into the cloud-native environment. We drive open standards, and then Intel not only helps drive standards, but also provides a tremendous amount of knowledge and IP and code into the open source environment and open source initiatives such as VPDK, FDIO, so that our fellow travelers can actually take pieces of that code and then download that code and integrate it into their solutions for optimal performance. This is true for the major solution providers out there, as I mentioned a little bit earlier in the wireless core. That's fantastic. Thank you so much, Alex. This has been a great interview. One final question for you. Where can folks find out more about the solution you talked about today and the other things that you and your team are delivering with the ecosystem to fuel wireline and core network delivery? You know, a very straightforward place would be the Intel website, www.intel.com. And if you go into networking, there's going to be a wealth of portfolio information as well as solution briefs that you can browse through and spend a lot of time on. Fantastic. Thanks for your time today. It was a real pleasure. Great. Thank you, Allison. Visit ChipChat online at intel.com slash chipchat. And for more information on data center technologies, visit intel.com slash bigdata, intel.com slash cloud, and intel.com slash data center optimization. 